What is up? Welcome to the Justin Salem IR Photography Podcast. I'm Justin, and I'm here with my good friend, Lauren Grant. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good. I'm good. It's been a busy few days. <laughs> um, I'm super excited to talk to you because, like we just were saying before we got on here, is that you are a photographer, but I don't think you really define yourself as one. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the, the whole industry is... You know, not overpopulated, but definitely very populated with natural light mm-hmm. uh, photographers that take family photos, which is awesome. But you use photography in your case to like uh, a different, like it's a means to an end. Yes. And yeah. I, you, I've never hung out with you, and you'd be like, "Well, I'm, I'm a photographer." <laughs> it's just, it's like laughable if you know you to, to think yeah. of you as that. So, um, I want to start with kind of like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And how does photography play into that? For those of you yeah. who don't know, yeah, let's talk about your brand. Let's mm-hmm. let's hear kind of an overview. Yeah, so I am classically trained as a culinary food scientist, and I'm also a journalist. And so I paired those two things together to originally work at a food magazine. Um, but over the past few years, I have decided to move away from working at a magazine and working for myself for my website, Zestful Kitchen. Um, where I develop recipes, um, I photograph the recipes and share those with an audience. Um, and I also on the side do a lot of brand work with people. So I create recipes for brands, I photograph recipes for brands um, as another side of my income. So I would say in general I'm a recipe developer and I'm a food writer and I use photography as a way to share that with my audience. Perfect. How long have you been shooting your own stuff? I've been shooting my own stuff since the beginning. It just probably wasn't <laughs> worth it. Maybe has So, but how long has that been? So I started my website in 2014. Okay, I mean that's a long time ago. Six years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the first few years were kind of, do I like what this kind of world is? Do I like working on the internet in the blogging world? Figuring out what the blogging world's all about. So I would yeah. say it didn't really start to take it seriously until 2016. Okay, and yeah. then. At what point did the website or something like that start generating income? I would say probably around, I mean, probably 2017 where I seriously started to make some money. I've since 2014 been doing a lot of freelance on the side, so that's kind yeah. of been the income. But um, my website in general, probably I would say 2017 when was when I saw it as an opportunity and saw that it could grow. Okay, so I guess kind of why I'm getting at that is that you were doing... You were developing recipes and photographing them. Like you were creating content for three years yeah, for yeah. zero dollars. Yes. Mm-hmm. So one of like the, the crazy things is it seems like, uh, and a lot of people, it seems like the idea is that I can go buy a camera today. Yeah. Put up a Facebook this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then make money by yeah. tonight. And so when I, there's been about three people, three friends of mine over the years that I've particularly tried to help that were bloggers you mm-hmm. Gwen Makerista and my friend Bailey Ray yeah. uh, out in Nashville and all three of you guys one of the coolest parts is that all of you were all creating your own content and you have this yeah. incredible library mm-hmm. of recipes that you already have done and so right. sometimes for me it's like if I want to make money today I've got to go come up with some idea mm-hmm. go execute it and then figure out if it's like sellable or yeah, something like that right. and here on the other hand you already have all this stuff that you're sitting on mm-hmm. so in some sense you're like a photographer who has inventory right yeah <laughs> where I have no inventory I've got the machines and the skills to do it but I right. I can't go I don't know other than maybe like some landscapes or something that I have 
there's just not a lot of things that I can sell again that I already have where right. now in some sense you've already built this and you could go shop it around now mm-hmm. so when somebody says hey do you have anything with cranberries you can yeah. say boy do I <laughs> you know or whatever yeah it's absolutely interesting okay so then how did you get into photography or how did you learn or how what was the process yeah I would say it's kind of interesting I think back to when I got my first DSLR and I would say it was probably my mom might have to fact check me but I want to say it was in middle school because I loved just like capturing moments, especially outside. Mm -hmm. We used to live across from a big field and we had beautiful sunsets. And so I had like some kind of affinity with capturing things that I thought were really beautiful, but I didn't know how to use it. And so I I would say that's kind of the seed was planted then. And then I saw that there's a lot of photographers out there and I'll never be able to figure that out. And (laughs) how do you become a photographer? So I took a different route, took my other passion of food and... I kind of went that direction um, and figured out that if I wanted to share my content that I created in the food world, I'd have to show it in a beautiful way. Nobody's going to click on a recipe if it's ugly and it has orange light and Mm -hmm. you took it on your old point and shoot. Like I realized in order for me to connect with people, I have to create a scene that is relatable, that is achievable and is inspiring. So I'd say the catalyst was wanting to get, my food content out there and wanting to connect people to content that could hopefully bring them joy, hopefully bring them connection with people, family, friends. Yeah. Um, and I found that that was really the only way and then connect with them. you went, sorry, this is jumping back a little bit. You went full time on your own. Mm-hmm. How long ago? Um, September of 2018 would have been 18? a year ago. 18. I thought it was yeah, just a year, a yeah. little over a year ago. Yes. Yeah. So you've been on your own for a year, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I remember talking yeah. to you right after that. And we sat down <laughs> a few times like, I don't know that I can help you out, but let me give you a few thoughts. Yeah, that but, was hard. but Yeah, but you're getting the hang of it and feeling good about it? Yeah, I just have to say it took a lot longer to get yeah. used to being full-time on my own, working by myself. I think, I, I feel like I'm a motivated person and I know that I am like somebody that can be dedicated, but... For some reason, working by yourself and trying to figure out yeah. who you... I mean, you're not... You're, there's no boss. You're Correct. not reporting to anybody. And and like for me, I have a schedule. Like somebody says, can I book a session at 7 yeah. p.m.? So I show up at 7 p.m. Right. But you don't... No. I mean, really what happens if you don't get the mushrooms done today? Exactly. Can you do it tomorrow? You know what I mean? Yeah. So some of that I feel like you've got to be... Um, you either have to have some sort of accountability to your mm-hmm. fan base... Yeah. Or you've got to, I mean, I, mm-hmm. you just have to be really, really self-driven. Yeah. And that is helpful when I am on Instagram and I say, hey, this is going to be up by the end of the tonight because yep. I know that I'm already behind and yep. I promise you I'm going to get it done. Then there's a little bit of a fire under my ass to yep. get it done and get it out because hopefully yep. the idea is that people are waiting for it. So the one thing that I feel like we were just talking about earlier too, that you've done a really good job on, I mean... Four years ago, Instagram stories didn't exist. And right. now it's like a decent-sized portion of my business. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And so you're shooting all of your food with an SLR. Mm-hmm. But you've also become really active on Instagram stories. And that becomes... Yeah. like So your feed, like mine, is all real shots that are done with a real camera. Yes. Yeah. But you're super active and explaining mm-hmm. a lot... Um, and again, that's that some version of photography. I mean, you're doing it all, finding the right light, right? Sitting down, and you're, yeah. you know, that's it's such a crazy part of the process and the branding thing. That's yeah, relatively similar to what I'm doing, but um, mm-hmm. in a whole different 
market, really. Yeah. Okay, so then this is a, kind of a question that, uh, you know, I think about this a lot of times with family photographers or something like this. But for you, like, what is your, what's your style? Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like um, for the first few years, I was trying to emulate other people. Okay. And I do think that's part of the process. And that was part of my process was... Yeah kind of going through that phase of I want to look like this person and realizing what's the benefit of me looking like somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I have to find my own yeah. version of that. So I'd say I originally wanted to be light and airy and really bright and really white. And I found that that was very saturated in the food market. Okay. So I kind of, I do like clean and light and bright, but I'm trying to, over the past year, I've been trying to add a little bit more shadow in, a little bit more depth um, a little bit more contrast. I want everything to look natural, especially because it's food. Yeah, you it don't, doesn't look natural. Yeah, you don't want to eat a, you don't want a, some preset to turn your carrot into the wrong color of orange. Right. It needs to look like a carrot yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Especially oranges and greens are like, well, two of the main colors I use in my photography and in my brand, just because I feel huh. like it's fresh, fresh it's and produce. lively. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I try to make sure that those I have a consistent green and orange. But in general, I like that it's. I want it huh. to be rich but i don't want to be too dark and moody although part of me loves the dark and moody so i i think i well that yeah you were you guys you your husband gregory like you guys are super artistic we're sitting here in your home and it's beautifully (laughs) done like you you have an appreciation for art and like all the great old still lives of food are just they're all so it's like nobody painted a light and airy jar or a bowl of apples it was all like realistic when it's really white yeah so I'm trying to be better about getting away from that. Huh. So I'd say it's kind of in the, in between moody and light and airy. Okay. And then like your current setup. So mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. into the room. You're shooting tethered. Yeah. Except for my camera doesn't do well with tethered. So I kind of. <laughs> Nobody's camera does. That. That's so kind of the annoying. secret to me is that like all my tether cables fall out. It just, it never you actually works as it. well. It's <laughs> yeah. so annoying. We've got to be, so we've got to be getting there soon. Okay. So you're. Yeah. Occasionally shooting tethered. Yeah. In general, you're shooting. Generally, I'm not. No. On a. Five uh, D. Five D Mark III. Okay. What lens usually? So this is a little embarrassing. Um, I've been meaning to get another one. I've only been using a twenty four seventy. It's the only one that yeah. I have. And it works well for me for food photography because I. Because you're not shooting at like one four. You need to yeah. show the full detail, and then if you're using like a depth of field calculator, what you need to be shooting at like f eight most of the time. Yeah, I've dropped it down. I generally stick to five right now, okay. but I do, like, if I'm doing an overhead, I yeah. definitely bump it up to, like, eight or ten, yeah. depending on how much is in there, but... Depends on how I much, like yeah, you want depth, of, you want a little bit of yeah. fall off, but, you yeah. know, I mean, it, sometimes you don't want, yeah, you don't want, like, a bowl of chili and one piece of meat to be sharp and everything yeah. else to be, like, non-distinguishable or something and like since that. since I'm not tethering, sometimes I do make that mistake. I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, today I was just doing an overlay of... Um, just different kinds of mushrooms. And so I do want to focus on one type in that image because I want to get yeah. a little bit of um, yeah. action. Not action, but movement in it. Yeah. Whereas with chili, it's like, no, I'm not going to just show a bean. That's stupid. <laughs> so sometimes I do like, make that mistake because I'm just in the zone and going. Yeah. Me so, too. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I, wanna, I really want to kind of like describe for people what your setup is because like yeah. <laughs> we've got... I mean, the room that you're in to shoot has got a big window on one side. Mm-hmm. You've got your computer desk. You've got a standing desk there. Mm-hmm. And then you have a little table set up that's, what, a foot and a half off the ground. Yeah. And it's just like an, you have an L-shaped where you've got a few options for backgrounds, mm-hmm. 
few yeah. options for like tables. Mm-hmm. And then you either shoot at an angle or down yeah. with just this diffused window light, correct? Or, or window light, yeah. hard or diffused either way. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little whiteboard to do some reflection back. Yeah. But I mean, the whole setup is what, like? Four pieces. <laughs> yeah, four feet by four feet. Oh, with, yeah, which you is know, a struggle. Feet. Yeah, so it's really small. But granted, mm-hmm. there's there's tons of control. Mm-hmm. You know the space really well now. Yeah. And for yeah. the sake of like your feed mm-hmm. or food photography in general is just not that. Um, it doesn't have to be completely complex. The goal is to show right. the food. Yeah. And so you just want mm-hmm. a situation that accents the food, right? Yeah. So Definitely. it doesn't. Uh, you're not trying to be so creative yes. that like, well, I, yeah, like, yeah. what if we showed chili, but it was just a bean <laughs> and that's what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this isn't, you can't get a little, too, you can't get too far off or else it doesn't look, uh, doesn't look good to people's eye. And especially yeah. with food, like I'm trying to sell the experience and the idea that it's going to be delicious. Yeah. And so if I make it too stylized and too artistic, I think that takes away from people thinking, oh, I can do this as well. So this photography, I feel like, isn't necessarily... Yes, it's inspirational, but it's not supposed to be like, wow, that's the coolest photo I've ever seen. It's supposed (laughs) to be, oh, I want to make that. Because that's what I'm selling. Yeah, correct. It has to motivate. And and that is what's most motivating. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep things a little on the minimalist stylized side instead of over-stylizing. I try not to have too many props... Unless it's something that's like really beautiful, then I will kind of prop it up a little bit with yeah. more. But um, I try to keep it pretty minimalist. What? So start to finish. T- mm-hmm. Talk me through a recipe. Tell me your process going yeah. through a recipe. Like the development part, or just well, I mean, let's let's mainly focus on the photography side. Yeah. So in you know today you're going to shoot mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. So sometimes I try to decide. So like mushrooms, they're nice and brown, really not attractive. So I'm going to say, instead of trying to hide the fact that they're not very pretty, I'm going to go full into the fact they're brown. I'm going to do like monochromatic. I'm going to put it on a dark board. I thought about layering it, but I decided I wanted it to feel like totally warm, all about the mushrooms with a little bit of white highlights from white mushrooms. Okay. Um, So I kind of try to look at it as how am I going to make this an image that's interesting and beautiful while not making it look too stark and stylized mm-hmm. so today i did wood on i did two wood boards together with mushrooms just kind of like piled over the board super monochromatic not very cool interesting color wise but i feel like the textures really come out then yeah whereas if i'm doing a salad i want to really show the different colors i want to show that it's really vibrant and green and fresh so i'm going to do something that's maybe a light light gray light blue and i'm going to start layering with colors so if i have a gray background i'll do a white napkin and then a gray bowl Mm -hmm. so i try to add a little bit of depth to that since i'm really only working with one plane yeah i try to add a little bit of interest do you so you're taking that stuff in the other room you're -hmm. shooting it how often now are you like shooting it putting it in looking at shooting it again i mean sometimes you have things that are yeah sometimes you have Mm -hmm. food that you got three minutes with it. So you're getting right. everything totally set up, right. finishing it in the kitchen, walking to the other room, setting it down. Yeah. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. Especially since I'm doing more step shots now. I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which adds a whole new level to. So you're going to the other room every 10 minutes or every five minutes. I've actually started to have um, a table in the kitchen since it's pretty good light. Yeah, I have the kitchen light coming light. from so many directions that I have to block off one of the windows. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then I just set up my tripod and I basically do step shots really quick, like quick fire step shots while I'm making the recipe and then I 
yeah that, that's that would be like mine i mean to me yeah, i bet i'd get done with every recipe and be like i didn't shoot two steps and i can't yeah. like i can't go right i have and to do the whole thing well, again yeah all right they don't need that. not pictured <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah that's a whole new level it takes a lot of time interesting mm-hmm. okay so then in your world what what is like what would be the lucky break if i yeah if i came to you tomorrow and you're like i just booked the biggest job in the world like what would that be probably shooting or developing a recipe for either bon appetit food and wine or severe like like i'm still somebody that finds a lot of value in seeing their work in published yeah yeah in like in a magazine and i since i come from the world of being in a food magazine i really miss that part of it okay I think digital content, there's so much of it now that there's just yeah. not very much interest okay, in so hype then about it. In, I don't know this to be true. Uh, I have heard secondhand that actually in the blogging world, the most profitable blogs are food blogs. Because, okay, mm-hmm. so if you, you know, if we do a sweet home reno, mm-hmm. you're going to redo your bathroom two or three times in your entire life. Right. But I have looked up a biscuit recipe twice in the right. last month. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I might go to a home interior you know, page one time, mm-hmm. save that image, and, and I yeah. can save that image. Right. But I don't really have a format to save recipes onto my computer, so I just keep Googling right. it. So what I've heard is that there's a lot of money in Google ads. But, I mean, I literally, I don't want to read the story about your son and how he loved those Absolutely. biscuits, and yes. I don't want two yeah. videos to pop up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to scroll 14 pages yeah. mm-hmm. to realize that there's only four ingredients in these biscuits. Yeah. yeah. I want to, you know, so there's a, uh, the industry tends to bounce to the, you know, one way or the other. And then it kind yeah. of self-corrects and we realize like, hey, let's not have a video yeah. ad in the page of everything. Right. But like, is that the goal yeah. to have this insane yeah. website that you're mm-hmm. monetizing it with Google ads or is that? Yeah, it is. Um. And, like, the hard part with Google is that they, obviously, they no longer care about your stories, about your kid liking your biscuits, and nobody cares about that. Like, there's so many memes out there about that. So I totally understand that frustration. Um, the hard part with Google is that they want long content. They yeah. want you to answer all the questions about the biscuits. They want you to talk about the flour, you know? Yeah. So as somebody that wants to show up at the top of Google, I have to do that. But I also want to serve my audience. Yeah. But nowadays, since audiences aren't necessarily lo- aren't necessarily loyal, all yeah. they are are Googling. Yeah. So they're going to come to your website and they're not going to come back potentially unless they want that biscuit recipe again. Correct. Correct. So I'm kind of trying to serve Google and also the people that come yeah. w- once in a while. Yeah. But there's really And no they're two return. totally different markets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's hard. Um, and and how they interact with you and how you would make money off of them are mm-hmm. two very different yeah. things. And that's the thing is like if I have ads on my site, I mean, if you're on a good ad network... The lowest level you can make, you're still bringing in 500 bucks a month. Really? And that's that's if you just make it onto an ad network. And then from there, it compounds. You could make... Yeah. I mean, I have somebody that's has a small blog that nobody might ever know about, but they're making 100 grand a year just on ads alone. That's not sponsored content. That's yeah. not creating content for other people. So I think, yes, get, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be I a definitely food, want to get I'm going to be a food blogger. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. That's great passive income. I mean, so, okay, then are you... Um, are you developing and shooting recipe? Well, one, have you ever like had a recipe where you're like, this is this is the one that's going to put me on the map and like shot it oh. multiple times? It's like, oh, that wasn't quite, isn't quite what I think that they want. 
Or yeah. is there ever like a super hot ingredient that you're like, I need a kombucha recipe because everybody <laughs> yeah. seems to be, yes. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. So you're finding keywords or buzz and saying yeah. like, how do I get, mm-hmm. how do I get in on yeah. that train? Yeah. And I think I have gone away from just creating and developing what I think is fun and interesting because that doesn't do anything <laughs> for you with Google. So I'm definitely... My content is now driven by keywords. What yeah. can I rank for? I mean, it's all driven yeah. by Google now, except for trends. Still do a lot of um, yeah. drive of content creation. So I would say less of reshooting things. Um, I don't do that as much, but I do look at ingredients like, oh, gochujang is really hot right now. So I did a gochujang noodles and they blew up. Yeah. So it's trying to get ahead of the trend or trying to be right on right. it. Yeah. But doing things that people haven't done yet. So like people have done gochu chicken so much but they haven't done noodles so i'm gonna try that and then hit noodles and sauce at the same time cool so i don't necessarily reshoot but i would say the things that end up going really well visually are ones that i try very hard or very little at the ones that i over (laughs) style and the ones that i really try to edit really well yeah don't really go anywhere but the ones that i just intuitively shoot and make they look good without trying do the best okay next question do you uh get done shooting and do you usually or ever do you like have time to eat or are you like oh. so in your head that you're like you set it to the side and then later you're like i don't want cold noodles yeah this point. you know what i mean like yeah is it because for me sometimes when i'm cooking a lot it actually takes the desire to eat Absolutely. away yeah okay that, that happens all the time and i think while i'm prepping a recipe i'll eat components of it yeah to like see if the noodles are done how does <laughs> yeah. is the sauce seasoned yeah. well and then by the end of it, yeah. you're so sick of it, and you don't even want to smell it. And so, well, yeah, because you're not cooking; you're like cooking yeah. plus documenting every mm-hmm. moment. Okay. And then you have your hands in the food. Yeah. Like I'm manhandling yeah. the food. It's like nobody wants to eat this. Thing. I don't even want to eat it. Okay. Something I just thought about, completely random, related to this though, but is you're creating all this content on Instagram Stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it goes away. Yeah. And That's so you know perfect. you're. 30 minute question and answer mm-hmm. about sweet potatoes. That's, yeah. that's generous, but no, it's uh, almost that long. It feels that long. Are you, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. are you recording a, a videos and then Instagram uploading it? Like it, and it's chopping it up or are you just recording it all on Instagram? Like, can oh, we, that's a idea. like <laughs> if you recorded it and then Instagram chops it up or then you literally yeah. can use one of the services that transcribes it mm-hmm. or something like YouTube. that. So you, yeah, YouTube or even the text of it could go on your website. Yeah. If it like just right, you know what I mean? So some of those things. Mm -hmm. I've been wondering about that lately because I'm going to have so many Q and A's on my Instagram that it's a shame not to have that somewhere else. So yeah, correct. On YouTube. Yeah. And I, I mean, I do so many reviews of like Arby's Mm -hmm. sandwiches and people wonder where can they see them? Yes. You can go back and save them. I know. I can. (laughs) But But do you really want people to know that (laughs) that's what you did? It's really entertaining. Uh, my so wife is like, people are actually worried about you. If it, it appears like all you eat is... I mean, there are a few things that I, they, I see you're trying. I'm like, I would never even pick that up. It looks so gross. I'm not proud of this, but one of my recent favorites is... Okay, so if I go out for That's fat... That's the fear is if, that you end up liking Yeah, no, no, I know. <laughs> when I go out for fast food, I don't really like fries. They're okay, but I don't really like them. Yeah, they're I not love, they used to be, I feel like. And so what I... In general... If I go to a McDonald's, I'll get two sandwiches and no fries instead of getting, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I just. Yeah. So the other day I was really hungry. I'd been working late. And so I got home and I went, 
I live right by a Bebop's. So I just oh, got yeah, three <laughs> Sloppy Joe sliders because they're a little smaller. Oh. This is this is the little soft spot in the market. They're 99 okay. cents. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you can have like I had three Sloppy Joe sliders and a Mountain Dew. And then the next night I was out really late again. On my way home, I got two more. So I had five <laughs> Sloppy Joe sliders within 24 hours. It wasn't the best I situation. I feel like might be a little worried. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, as, <laughs> as people should be. Um, okay. So you're, have you had any like major photography failures in your work or something like, or major successes? Mm-hmm. Have you been? Yeah. I'm trying. There's definitely been failures. Oh, but how, yeah, I guess how do you like? You're at a weird spot because you're. In some cases, you don't have an actual client in a way where somebody's right. reviewing your work and saying yes yeah. or no, and they just kind of like you know, for me, marketing stuff. Just somebody doesn't book me. They're not always like, hey, by the way, yeah. I didn't book you. Like no one says like, I definitely would not try this recipe because yeah. this picture is junk. Right. I think well. So recently, I did a huge campaign with. Um, an olive oil company where I just photographed recipes that they already had in their archives. And so I was reporting to them and I, it was the biggest job I've ever been given, especially for photography. Okay. And they wanted eight step shots per Im- per recipe plus five hero images per recipe, which was insane. But they five wanted... Five hero recipe. Yeah. That's, yeah okay. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So, and they wanted each scene to be in a kitchen. So they wanted there to be a kitchen background. And I have the most ugly kitchen you've probably ever seen. <laughs> So my parents have a beautiful kitchen. So I went up to their house and for the first two rounds of images, I shot in there, but they have a really dark kitchen. And so I bought lights, which I don't know how to shoot with artificial light. And I would say my biggest failure was just not knowing how to use artificial light and doing it, trying to do three recipes in one day. Yeah. Um, And they didn't really say anything about it, but I knew the images weren't what they were hoping for in the first round at least. And so I learned that I have to make do with what I have here since yeah. I know my light. I yeah. like my light in here. Um, and yeah. just kind of, yes, I'm also learning I need to learn artificial light. But knowing that I can work with what I have here, capitalize on the light that I have, um, and reshoot when I need to. Like You know that you need to call me time. next time. I've got a friend with the best kitchen of all time, and she'd be like, they'd be oh, like, okay. oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd be, nice. be awesome. That'd be really nice. You need to let me know next time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Because so I would say that was in those situations, when it comes to light, it's everything. It's so it would be so dumb to go try to recreate an entire thing, mm-hmm. especially when like, it yeah it's people do this all the time with weddings or whatever where you're like it literally would be so easy if we just moved over to right yes. there or yeah. if we did this tomorrow right. or you know or any of those things so yeah light is so difficult to make mm-hmm. it fake and in your world especially with the your setup here you just have such control over yeah. I have light from any angle I want. Correct. And I just have to figure that out. So I think that was a really hard job and challenge because I'm trying to shoot in their style, learning to shoot in their style, and make it look really professional for a food company. Yeah. So that was, I mean, by the end of it, I was like, oh, I can whip this out, no problem. So I think it was just a learning curve at the first part. Tell me, one of my hopes is that people listen to this have some sort of, maybe are sitting on some kind of a dream or a thought mm-hmm. or like, oh, I want to do an element of this. Hopefully not the yeah. exact same thing as you. <laughs> but Stay again, out of my way. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, uh, but what, do you have any kind of advice or cautions mm-hmm. or things that would have helped this process go 
smoother for yeah. you? I have a long list. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Um, first of all, do your research. I jumped in and didn't know a whole lot, and so I was on the wrong platform. I was using not great equipment. Not that the equipment really was why I was the a bad talker, but camera stuff or just in general, everything from okay. like starting a website to camera stuff. Okay. Um, I didn't educate myself. I just jumped in, which yeah. I think there is a valuable part of that because you just can't keep waiting to do it. So I do. I am glad that I jumped in and just tried. But I think if I would have done my research and learned about SEO, if I would have done my research and known which platform to get on for my website, if I would have learned how to use my camera from the beginning, (laughs) I would be 10 steps forward than I am now. I waited so long to really learn the ins and outs and the control I could have from a camera instead of just taking something and hoping it looked okay. Yeah. Um, So I would say education and also like asking questions but not hoping that everybody's going to give you the golden ticket mm-hmm. on how to do it. I think you have to learn and fail to figure it out. Yeah. So I think for a while I thought people would just help me and that's the blogging <laughs> world is friendly, but it's not that friendly. Yeah. So definitely trying and just, if you fail, you fail, but you, at least you tried, um, figuring out what your style is and how you can offer something different than what's already out there. Since I think the blogging market is just getting really saturated but there's always room so if you can i mean if you can be the person behind it and you can show people that they're not just going to connect with your recipes they're going to connect with you you can find a way to do that and i think that's being transparent on stories i think that's um showing who you are and that's not curated on the back end when you have a really beautiful feed yeah so i think there's connection i think you gotta do your research and you just have to try yeah you're you're not um i mean you're you're not doing this to be cool no. You're, you're doing no. this. I mean, like... I was embarrassed when I first started. <laughs> Correct. Like, who has a food yeah. blog? It's so weird. Yeah. So I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And I know yeah. a handful of your friends from... You know, so they're... It's yeah, they a, don't yeah, know they, shit. Yeah, they, don't, they don't know anything. <laughs> no. No, that's an... Int- it, it always kind of seemed like this passion project mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah. Yet you were actually developing profitable things which is really yeah. really cool part of it and, and it I, takes a long time like yeah. there i have seen since i've been in the blogging community i've probably seen three people who have gone from zero to a hundred in one year everybody mm. else it takes three to four years yeah. and i'm just trying to hope that i'm on the right track and that i'm doing it correctly because it's gonna take a long freaking time yeah so. yeah and i think that that's the one of the things that I reflect on, and I think in, even in other episodes of this podcast, is that the beauty in photography is that like it can run on the side. So it's like, Absolutely. I lost my job, but I had already booked $80,000 worth of weddings for the next year. So it yeah, was like, so you know, like it, it wasn't a risk for me right. <laughs> to not have a job anymore. Yeah. So there's some people, I have, a, I have another friend who... Just one day was like, I'm gonna be a full-time photographer and quit his job. And you're like, yeah, but you don't, <laughs> you don't need to do it that <laughs> yeah, way, you know. Right. So there is this, uh, you know, we've definitely like, you know, I heard about this blogger that makes X, you know, or this photographer just quit their job and traveled the world. It's like, yeah, that happens sometimes. Right. And who knows how long they were working on it? Correct. I mean, and, or how lucky they got, or who's like, absolutely, their parents were able to pay for this part of this, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, not everybody's passion is equally rewarded with yeah, a $200,000 a year yeah. <laughs> job or community. Mm-hmm. And definitely, it's it's a bunch of work. I, I talk all the time with Gwen, uh, the makerista, who has like this, like, okay, yeah, she got 
$40,000 to redo our kitchen from Lowe's. But their installers did a very poor job, so her husband had to do it all. And then she owed taxes on that, even though she didn't get any cash from one deal. You still owe, Mm -hmm. you know, so 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 much of this stuff is like, it seems fun and easy, but it, it, you know. Yeah. the beauty in it is that, like in your case, if you are either good at saving or have a partner that can contribute financially so that you have some time to grow it yeah. or something like that. Like I was able to grow it while I had another job and while my wife had a job. Yeah. So by the time we had kids and my wife has stayed home, you felt safe. Uh, yeah, I, I got a little bit more of a consistent income. But it yeah. still is like, I mean, I'm going to run out of money in March probably. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Well, and I think it's... It's so easy to look at the person that's doing better than you, but you also have to realize like the lucky breaks that you've had and look back and be like, this person is just as passionate yeah. and they haven't gotten even close to a lucky break yeah. to what I have, even though I wish I was up here with this person. So I think yeah. recognizing that we're all, there's always going to be somebody above and there's always going to be somebody below and just being okay with the breaks that you've gotten and said, I'm lucky enough to be doing this. I'm lucky enough to be doing the job that I want to be doing. I'm not quite at where I want to be making money wise, but... Yeah. I can wake up every day and not dread going to work. Yeah. And I could have, you know, so there's I had people on that. on Sunday were like, oh, I'm not ready for the yeah. week. And I was like, oh, like, oh I, I, forgot I literally, <laughs> I literally have nothing tomorrow. This yeah. is incredible. So that's that, the benefit. But the drawback <laughs> is that you're also always working. I'm not making any money today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like that. That's, that's true. Right. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see how my analytics are. <laughs> nope. Not good there. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll go record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. so, um, Help us plug your plug your thing. How do we follow you? How yeah. do we? I mean, do we just refresh your site all the time, or how do we That'd help? How do we help make you money? You can check out my website, zestfulkitchen.com. Um, you can check me out on Instagram at zestfulkitchen. Okay. Um, I do weekly ingredients, so I'm going to be focusing on ingredients every week, and you can ask questions, and I'll show you how to use the ingredient, how to buy it, how to store it. So, if you have Sweet. any cooking questions, I'm always there to answer them. Thanks. Um, yeah. Great. That's about it. Thank you, Lauren. We'll come back with part two in just a moment. Yes.